Good afternoon, everybody. Hello, hello. Welcome in. This is the Jamcast on Rookie Radio, Rook College Radio. Hope everyone's enjoying their day. We're going to talk about this week's uh, sto- this, this week's paper, all the great stories in it and everything. And same cast and crew, say hello to everybody. Hey, everybody. What's going on? What's up, Dante? How are you? Good, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm glad to hear it, bro. Happy, yeah. happy Friday. <laughs> happy Friday, everyone. Yeah, I'm so happy that it's Friday. Yeah. It's just every it's time. This week has been long. <laughs> every Friday feels so good. Because yes. it's like one, one, one week down and another one to go. Yeah. yeah, but at the same time, I hate wishing weeks away. Yeah. I don't know. Because then they come and it's gone. And then we graduate and then we're done. <laughs> yeah, then we're done. <laughs> yeah, we're already crazy. through week five. I know. Isn't that insane? But, Out of what, yep. 15? But who's counting? I am. <laughs> yep. I'm, I'm counting, counting down the days till May. Yeah. <laughs> Dante's not holding back. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, not sorry. We're all seniors here, right? Yeah. All yeah. five of us. All soon seniors. to be graduating. Every wow. single one. We all are going down a different different path. That's emotional. After graduation. That's it's emotional, exciting, most likely. Though. Yeah. So speaking of emotional things, do you guys all like homemade food? Like home-cooked food who by your like grandma? It really gets the emotions flowing, huh, Rach? <laughs> uh, I don't know. For me, my grandma's potatoes that she used to make, that makes me emotional. Like, nobody makes potatoes like my, my grandma did. My grandma's homemade applesauce. Ooh. What? Yeah. Wow. I've never yeah. heard of a homemade apple. Wow. Well, it's, it's, very, it's a very like Alabama thing. That's homemade uh, homemade apple sauce. You, is your family bit. from Alabama? Mm-hmm. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. I didn't know that. We're well, learning something new about yeah. that today. Well, huh. like, my whole family is like very southern. So it's like we all kind of like migrated and stuff from like the south and like, I don't yeah, know, made I our way to Ohio that. for, you know, when Packard was a thing. So Did you ever live in Alabama? I did not. My dad did. Oh, okay. My dad did. So he's from there and moved up here and everything. Very so. cool. My dad yeah. lived in Texas. Anybody else have parents that lived? My dad lived in California. <laughs> Whoa. For 15 years. Yeah. My dad lived in Italy for 12 years. Whoa. All right. Whoa. Does he speak fluent Italian? He does. Okay. You Italiano. What about you, Alyssa? <laughs> My mom lived in Virginia for like a hot second, but <laughs> she's not from there. Wasn't that just, like, something fun she did for a little bit? Yeah, she was, like, married to a military guy, and Uh, then they got divorced, like, a year later, so. Wait, do you want to hear a fun fact about my mom? Yeah. So, when she was our age, she lived in Paris for three years, and she was the manager of a uh, restaurant over in Paris. That's so cool. Yeah. Is that why you wanted to learn how to speak French? No. Oh. (laughs) No. Not at all. But, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it kind of, like, follows in. But, yeah, I thought it was really cool. She was over there, and... She ce- she celebrated in Paris on her 21st birthday, so I thought that would you know that would be really cool. That'd wow, really nice champagne toast. Yeah, huh. yeah, that's, that's fun. That's yeah. awesome. Wow, do you know Italian then? Do you speak fluent Italian? A uh, little, little bit, little, not. Can, not you, th- too can much, you throw though. some at us uh, on the spot? No, not no. on the spot. <laughs> I, I really have to think about it. That's me. But like, <laughs> it's crazy because like my mom, she lives in Knoxville now. Um. And then, like, she lived out in L.A. back in the early 90s. And one of her best stories is whenever uh, the Rodney King riots were going on, because she was out there during that. And, like, she was, like, barricaded in her apartment. Oh, my gosh. Because, like, you know, all the riots were going, like... It was bad. Were going out. Yeah. Yeah, Like, all of L.A. was on fire. Yeah. That kind of bad. Yeah. Yeah. It was very traumatizing for but it was it's a good story it's a good story yeah really good story she has a lot of them well so speaking of home-cooked meals um there is something at the newman center that's been going on for four decades um and basically every wednesday night they fill the center with music and fellowship to bring the ysu community together through home-cooked meals 
um, which is something that can be really nice for students who, you know, live on campus, don't have those really good home-cooked meals by their parents, probably living on ramen noodles. Like, they don't have that good, you know, feel-good food that fills you up. (laughs) <laughs> like like a good home cooked meal yeah. does. Yeah. Um what are some of your guys' like favorite home cooked dishes? Can I go first? Okay. So just the other night my mom made uh stuffed peppers. She makes the best. I know that's like not really like a Italian, but you know, any anything normal, but she makes amazing home homemade stuffed peppers and they're like Ooh. amazing. My dad's salmon patties. Salmon patties. Salmon patties. Oh, salmon patties. Yeah, with like, but it has to. I thought you said cinnamon patty. (laughs) (laughs) But that'd be interesting. (laughs) That would no salmon patties with like a side of like mac and cheese. Oh, yeah, yeah. a little bit like hot sauce on the cinnamon patties. It's good stuff. Yeah, that sounds good. Shout out to my mom. She's probably listening to the podcast right now. But um... we all all just shout out our mothers real quick. (laughs) Shout out, mom. It's my mom's birthday this weekend. Oh, happy birthday! Happy birthday! Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's gonna go see Blake Shelton. I'm sure we'll talk about Uh that later on. Yeah, we will. Yeah. Um, so my my favorite food that my mom cooks cooks is chicken francais, and everybody goes crazy over it whenever she brings it to like our family events. Um, it's gone, and I actually had one cousin that was like, "Where does this chicken come from?" And he didn't know that my mom made it, and he started freaking out because he loves it. But yeah, yeah, that's my fave. What's yours, Alyssa? Well, it's kind of funny because my mom learned how to cook from my dad. So all of these like family recipes, like my dad makes really good pierogies, really great homemade noodles for cabbage and noodles. But my mom, since she started learning to cook later in life, a lot of her recipes are like very hipstery, I'd say. (laughs) I agree. Yeah. Like you've eaten at my mom's house. They're not the normal like Italian mom. She'll like make pasta with like pumpkin in it and it like sounds so oh. weird but it's so good like she just comes up with comes up with the weirdest things but they somehow work i don't know how she does it yeah i remember when we had um the buddha bowls at your house yeah oh my gosh talk a little bit about that because that's a fun meal. yeah so buddha bowls are if you've ever been to um like core life eatery in boardman it's kind of essentially the same thing i forget the exact formula for it but a buddha bowl is like a grain uh like a a veggie um some sort of protein so it's kind of like all these different things and Uh, everything from like the food pyramid kind of a thing yeah Yeah. but you make it yourself so she'll have a ton of different things so like your buddha bowl might have like quinoa chicken and spinach whereas mine might have rice tofu and like kale it's yeah. just a matter of like all these different ingredients that you put together how you like it. It's really cool. That's interesting. Yeah. Huh. I guess my favorite would be uh, my dad's pasta. Oh, yeah. wouldn't have guessed it. Uh, <laughs> I love it. And then uh, because it's a family recipe from all of my family back down uh, in the southern part of Italy. Uh, unbelievable. So does he home make the noodles and everything? No. Oh, he that's disappointing. Sauce, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's, it's really about the marinara sauce that just goes all the way for me. Yeah. Actually, speaking of marinara sauce, I was talking to a friend the other day, and we were saying how no one's marinara sauce is better than your parents. It's like, true. Like, you true. could go, like, your parents could, like, have ragu and feed it to you, and you're, like, still better than the restaurant, like... Mom did it. Mom. It was from mom. Yeah, it's like a yeah. mental thing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, sometimes I'm really weird about going to my friend's houses or even my boyfriend's house and like his their his mom or their mom will cook pasta and I'm like, no, yeah. I don't I don't want to eat that. My, another thing that my mom does that is amazing 
homemade is uh, city chicken. Which yeah. City What's that? It's pork, isn't it? Yeah, it's a type of like pork chicken, and it's just baked like really slow in the oven. Mm. And she has just amazing breading. It's on like a stew, like a spit, you know, one of those like sticks. Yeah, and it's just amazing. Like she makes it like fresh, you know, with like sauce over top of it. It's amazing. Yeah, that's too bad that we can't go to the Newman Center though, because we always have production night. Yeah, we're for the newspaper busy. that night. Yeah. yeah, we are always busy. Um, yesterday we taped Jambar TV. You know, mm-hmm. we always tape okay. it on Thursdays. And um, I, I think it went pretty well. I watched some of it, and I'm happy with the results. What do you guys think? I am, too. I mean, I haven't really watched it over yet, but we started at 4.15 for the first time, which is always our good. goal, and we ended at exactly 4.45. That's so, a good goal. Hey, that's a success to me. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All thanks to Dante. <laughs> yeah. So, like, in this industry, it's all about time management, and it's always about starting on time and ending on time. That is the number one goal that you always want to accomplish. And accomplishing that for the first time yesterday, it just kind of felt good. I was on kind of like my director's high after the whole Jaws thing. So (laughs) after the Jaws. So I'm just kind of, I was like in going through the motions. I'm like, okay, I'm I'm starting to get the hang of this now. I watched the whole thing through. It was pretty, uh, it was pretty good. Uh, few a few uh <laughs> don't get distracted yeah I'm, I'm not trying to um a few great uh a few little mistakes here and there but all in all great show you know what the one thing i love about us though is that whatever happens during the show or during production night good or bad we always find ourselves hanging out afterwards and getting food <laughs> we um, do and i think that's something that really brings us together because you know we'll complain yeah in the beginning you know it's a little like oh my gosh i can't believe this happened tensions are high and then you know as the night goes we have we have so much fun together and we forget about those things and we remember that at the end of the day we're all best friends and the other day we actually went to the kitchen post which i mean we actually have a story about the kitchen post this week and in, in the jam bar so it's funny that we all kind of went there for the first time together so the kitchen post um, is a restaurant downtown and they recently made the cut for 31 essential ohio restaurant destinations that's so, awesome yeah so for those of you who have never been to the ki- kitchen post um they have a nouvelle cuisine and what that means is it's a modern twist on classics kind of like what we were just talking about with our our parents foods mm-hmm. how they like put a twist on yeah, there your, your pumpkin spaghetti or my what pumpkin you... spaghetti yeah, yeah. so <laughs> that's what they kind of do they'll have like taco tuesdays they have nights for ramen what else do they They have a really good brunch yeah they oh their brunch is to die for yeah they're known to have their busiest uh you know customer like time during their brunch hours on the weekends oh those breakfast tacos so good oh my gosh and if i want their brunch now i've never been down there you haven't i know what is wrong with you i've I've ate like every place on campus except for the sushi place and uh kitchen post i haven't been there yet it's not that far. It, you know, it's know, like, yeah. well, Brent, right down. after one of the shows, yeah, maybe you should come with us. Yeah, I have to go down. Um, and if you haven't checked out the online article, the photos along with the article oh, will, will make you want to go there. Right they're now. like mouth-watering oh, yeah. photos. Photos are amazing. Um, I looked at them, and I was immediately hungry. Um, they have this one burger that they have this melted cheese on, and it's kind of a staple of them. On Fridays, they actually sell their sandwiches for five dollars and that's one of them that they sell for five dollars with their waffle fries they have like a seasoning on top of them Uh, that are just amazing i'm so so hungry 
I uh, I am not hungry. I actually just ate before. Oh, <laughs> like, what did you get? Hot heads? No, no, no. What I had uh, I had Chinese. I went and got Chinese earlier. Oh, wow. I yeah. have I yeah. had a I had a donut today, which I like did to not make me yeah. feel good. I had two. <laughs> that did not make you feel good either. Then probably no, I no, haven't had a donut really. in so long, and I was like, oh. <laughs> but yep. I felt bad because our advisor Mary Beth. Bought us donuts, and you know she was really pushing them. She really wanted us she to wanted eat them. Yeah, Where'd she, she get donuts really from? Dunkin'. Uh, listen, Dunkin' has good donuts. I'm not, I'm not against them. No, I I don't think they're bad. They're good. I had one I, of their blueberry donuts. They didn't meet White House standards, but they were still <laughs> they were still good. Krispy Kreme is where it's at. Do we even have that around here? We though? Did. Uh, we did. The closest one is in Erie. Oh, yeah, I, I went to that one a so few years ago. So the Dunkin' Donuts that we used to have was in Boardman. You know where IHOP was? It was across the street from IHOP yeah. in Boardman. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, that's, but, I wonder why it shut down. Yeah, it's I have, I have a hot donut take. You ready to hear? Uh-oh. Oh. I do not. You don't like White House Donuts. I do not like White House. <gasps> wow. I haven't, I, haven't had a, I haven't had a single donut of theirs that I've liked. You guys ready to be shocked? I've never had White House Donuts. Okay, Keep I live way. about two <laughs> no, minutes from totally White kidding. House. Come on over. We'll, we'll go to White House. I know Alyssa and I were talking about that. We typically, we typically go on a White House fall date. Um, we do. Once a year. Yeah. And we haven't done it yet. So you guys should come. The apple you're going to eat it. And you're going to eat a donut good. that you like. Have you had Have you had the one with sprinkles on it? I've had just about all of them. Like, I'm like, I'm open to trying them. Like, I just, I just haven't come across one. Like, you know what? That's better than Krispy Kreme. It's never happened yet. I'm just not a fan of the blueberry ones. Yeah, because those are really hyped I gr- up. I grew up eating them you know my parents were like oh my gosh these are yeah. the best eh. honestly <laughs> i didn't realize the blueberry ones were like a big deal until a couple years ago because i grew up going there and when you're little your parents are like oh which one do you want and you pick like the reese's one i don't yeah. know like you're not like when you're <laughs> eight years old you're not like yeah. oh blueberry like that sounds good no you pick no. sprinkles yeah so i like didn't have a blueberry one until probably high school or something wow yeah just because i didn't i mean we'd always like get a variety and i'm sure i've had them but i didn't realize that was like the one that people go crazy over yeah mm-hmm. people travel from oh state my to gosh state yeah to state just to come here and get those blueberry donuts i remember there was a talk in the works when i used to work at handles about making a handles ice cream paired with the White House blueberry donut. Ooh. I actually think that's a wonderful that's idea. That's a great idea. Did that ever um, go through? No. I, I think so. that the concern was that, you know, it's a donut. It'll get soggy. It'll get stale very easily. And I mean, they could at least do something with the icing, you know? That's what uh, I was going to say. Yeah. Incorporate like, the icing somehow. Yeah, and like have like... <sighs> I don't know. May- well... I'll make sure to relay that to the owner of Handles then. <laughs> okay. So this is so speaking of like breakfast pastries and kind of going back to the kitchen post. It's just they, a food episode. They, I'm so, I'm sorry, it is a food. Yes. Last so, week was sports. Yeah, last week is food. Apparently yeah. the kitchen post makes homemade Pop Tarts. What? And I've never had one or really? like but it was on it was in the story. I don't know if it's still in the story, but when I was looking at it through the editing process, it said that they have Homemade pop tarts, and I really want to taste this. Someone needs to get the owner of the Kitchen Post on the phone right now, because <laughs> um, I'm really interested in that. But is I wonder if it's difficult to make homemade pop tarts. I, I assume it's like a ra- ravioli, like you just kind of <laughs> a sweet ravioli, <laughs> plop it together, just like uh, insert the jelly in and like bake. Yeah, put it on top and just bake it. I don't yeah, know. you just probably just take like the one layer of pastry, put some stuffing in it, the like jelly or whatever another top of it like it's almost like making a sandwich but like you're closing the ends off and then you fry it 
Yeah, I, I never feel. really ate Pop Tarts growing up, though. I Neither did I. I did. I, oh, I so ate them all when the time. I babysat, that would be like the thing I would eat because you know, kids that eat junk food all the time, and so yeah. I'd be like, "Oh, I'm babysitting today. I'm gonna have one of their Pop Tarts." Yeah, you just like, you just grab it out of, out of the cabinet. Yeah, you're there. I think the really cool thing about the Kitchen Post, though, is that they change their menu a lot. Yeah. And I think because of that, they have so many followers on social media. Oh, absolutely. That's probably why. That's their main source of, you know, advertisement and promotion. To spread their menus out. Alyssa, you know another place that changes their menu a lot that's one of our favorite places to eat? So I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this place, but it's called Courthouse um, Inn and Restaurant. Yeah. And it's in Lisbon, Ohio. I used to go there all the time. So good. Very expensive, but the probably best food I've ever had in this area. Define very expensive. Um, like your dinner plate's gonna be twenty bucks. Okay, but yeah, it's not like outrageous. It's just like it's expensive for a college student. It just expect to pay like for a nice dinner essentially. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. And the coolest thing about the place is their bathroom. Oh my gosh! Every single time I go there, I put it on my Snapchat story. Is it the one where it like sparkles all around yes. the walls? Yeah, and the restaurant's entirely vegetarian, which is really oh, wow. cool. Yeah, that's cool. And they have their twists on things. They have um, this meatloaf that they make, and I know people who have gone there and gotten that meatloaf and legitimately thought that it was meat because they didn't know it was a vegetarian restaurant, really? which is so funny. Yeah, huh. can you like tell that it's vegetarian? Or, I don't you know, think they. I don't think they really advertise it too much. That like they don't. Their marketing isn't solely on the fact that they're a vegetarian okay. restaurant. I think just whoever owns mm-hmm. it decided to make the decision. And looking through the menu, you can eventually you're like, oh, like there's no meat on this. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you catch on. The yeah. Mar- the marketing's on the on the bathrooms. Like come to our bathroom. It's really cool looking. Yeah. yeah. I'm telling you I that know, bathroom. I've, I've seen wow. pictures. It's pretty extravagant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the owner, she's a jewelry designer. Oh, really? So she lives in New York, or I don't know if she still does, but she like was a jewelry designer in New York, and she's from the area. So this restaurant like her kind of like homage to her yeah. her career and to her home so it's a nice restaurant but there's all these like glittery <laughs> glittery specks especially the bathroom oh absolutely it's very in your face and i love it and then i think the outside area is really cool because they have that that fireplace that almost reminds you of I, I don't even know i don't know how to describe it but they have this outdoor fireplace that is just so large and then they have these it's not granite it reminds me of like a storybook yeah almost it does and then they have these like tables made out of something that looks like granite i forget what it is but it's so beautiful yeah i'm gonna have to try it i've seen you guys post about it oh absolutely you know what my favorite restaurant is in lisbon what it's called shale never heard of it i've i've gone there Mm -hmm. i know i've gone there i forget when but it's uh right off of route seven it's so good Mm -hmm. yep it's so good (laughs) yep Maddie knows. It's slowly I remember. coming back. It was a couple years ago. Yeah. Uh, it's so good. Yeah. And like their it, burgers are really good. Mm-hmm. They're known for them. Where's your guys' favorite like local establishment restaurant? You know what I mean? Like it's a staple in the area. So like, that's I a really good hmm. question. I know Struthers has a lot of like, like El- Elmton. Yeah, Elmton, La Villa, a lot of those pizzas, places like that. Yeah. I'm from Warren, so I love Sunrise. Yeah. I'm a Sunrise girl. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, in Canfield, we don't have anything. Um, so I would say my favorite restaurant. Well, it doesn't have to be from your fr- where you're well, from. Just from in the, like, in the area. It seems like what, what we're doing is where we're from. So I'm going to yeah. have to go with Piccadilly Parlor. Okay. Um, oh, it's so cute. It's so cute in there. Um, my Canfield mom... really doesn't have anything other than, you know, your fast food restaurants yeah. or your chain restaurants. My mom always tries to get me to wear those hats in Piccadilly, and I'm like, I'm not seven. 
I'm an adult. She wants like, you to be seven. Like, if you've never been to Piccadilly Parlor, it's a tea room, and they have, like, little hats and boas and stuff to play dress-up, you know, for when you're, like, eight years old. And my mom, she's like, oh, let's go have our hats. I'm like, please, you're embarrassing me. <laughs> if we were in England, maybe. But um, it's just so cute there because you legitimately feel like you're in a Victorian tea room. It is amazing, and they have um, about twice a year, they do these um, Harry Potter nights where they make all the food Harry Potter themed and they make butter beer and it's so delicious. Huh. Um, so check it out. That's but my good. favorite food that they have are their scones. They are to oh, die I knew it. for. I knew it. Uh, do you know what a scone is? Yeah, no, I know what it is. <laughs> I feel like, dude, unless I'm having crazy deja vu, do we talk about this before? We might have. I don't think on here. Maybe in life, I had, but I, I don't know about the pod. Like, every like all i don't know this is me going crazy well we are like <laughs> big supporters of their yeah. scones so we probably like, have bragged about them so before familiar but yeah yeah what about you mandy so mine isn't even from from the area it's actually a little tavern in Cortland. it's called lake tavern and it's just right off of uh, mosquito lake and it's just this little rundown you know like diner bar yeah like a just a little tavern and Everyone knows that I love my buffalo chicken and my, my buffalo <laughs> yes, chicken wraps. Oh, yes, you do. And my buffalo chicken everything. <laughs> so they have amazing buffalo chicken wraps, and that's where Ryan and I just like to go and, you yeah. know, sit outside and just eat, you know, have them. I'm a big La Villa guy. I like La Villa and Wedgwood. Those are like probably my two places Wedgwood. that are like, they are like staples in like my life, yeah. basically. So I have two because technically uh, in my area, like, there's basically a McDonald's, a <laughs> so like Dairy me. Queen, and then a billion pizza places and churches. That's about it. Where are you from again, Dante? I am from Wellsville, Ohio. Wellsville. Shout out the Ville. Okay. Um, where is that located? It is. Do you know where East Liverpool is? Yes. Is that why you just say you're from East Liverpool? Yeah. Makes because sense. Because it, it's easier for people to know. And it's basically, if you go down the river, another like five miles you're in Wallsville. um and then we have this little uh roadhouse on on the river uh right outside of town called riverside roadhouse it's like right along the tracks wait so it's a roadhouse we're, we're at roadhouse huh you say it says the roadhouse where's it at um wellsville and i'm just but, make, i'm just giving you a hard time i don't know i'm just giving you a hard time because the, the, what's the place called again you know what the place is called. Yeah. <laughs> but um Oh my word! I would always get all of their um, their steak salad. Yeah, because sounds good. It's... Because it's a roadhouse, and they sell lots of steak. Yes, <laughs> and like it's my favorite place because they it always comes with a bucket of peanuts. You eat the peanuts and you throw <laughs> the shells on the floor. Wow, that's very like, descriptive. Yeah, I Texas I awesome. hate doing that. Whenever my dad will go to Texas Roadhouse wrong. and stuff, and he'll do that, he'll just throw them on the ground, and I'm like, no. Can you not throw them on the ground? It feels wrong. It does feel really wrong. I don't know. And then I feel bad for the people that have to clean it up. So I'm like, can you just put it in the bucket? You know, there's there's that one person on payroll. He has one job. And it's to pick up all the peanut shells. Oh, oh yeah. man. That's he's the low man on the what a pool. job. Yeah. Call him pe- they call him Peanut Boy. Can so, we- <laughs> oh that'd God. be easier. Okay, so I just got yeah. this email from YSU, and I think this is really interesting and something that we should talk about. So, um, as we know, mental health is something that's talked about a lot while you're in college and just change and how strenuous things are from classes to your daily life in college. Like 
mental health is something that can really make or break. Yeah, it can make or break you in college. And there's actually something that's happening um, Wednesday, September 25th from 4 to 530. And YSU Students United, which is a student-run initiative on campus, um, is, is an organization that aims to bring students together to look at how they're more alike than different. And the students are going to um, lead roundtable discussions addressing common mental health struggles that college students um, face. And the event is free. And I think that's really awesome because it kind of brings a lot of people together. And you're talking about something that you might not talk about otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, I reported on their first panel discussion last year. I did a story about it, uh, their very first one. And I know our former photographer, Tanner Mondock, what did the photos for the story. And Who is yeah. here today? He's, 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 sitting on the comfy, he's sitting on the comfy couch. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> he was here one of the other weeks, and he was upset that we didn't shout him out. Oh. So, All right, Tanner. We get it. Tanner took all yeah, of our- There's your shout out. A good amount of the photos last year for all of the Second best stories. photographer ever. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> what are you calling yourself? The first? No, 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 oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah the, I know. He got room. second place. Yeah, the- yeah, I just have to. Hey, Brent has gotten like amazing at photos, though. Yeah, you. I'm just, yes, I mean, you sports. have gotten very. I'm stepping it up. Better watch your back. I'm coming for second place. Uh, but <laughs> no, you're coming. You're going for first. Nah, I just just enough to defrone him. I'm getting that first place though. Did you? Yeah. How? SCJ. Um. Uh, all right. Yeah. So Tanner said that he ended up getting first place because SCJ gave him a first place award. And SCJ is the Society of Collegiate Journalists. I'm sure, it's just a misprint. A national <laughs> award. A national. Oh my goodness. Wow. Um, but, yeah. But, yeah. I their first panel last year, Jim Trussell was present and he spoke at the beginning and that focused on the different types of religion that people represent here at, on campus and how we can all, you know, incorporate that and still, you know, be united as one student body. And I thought it was a great panel. I genuinely learned a lot just through like writing and reporting about it. And yeah, I think it's a great organization. I think so too. I, and it's really important to talk about these kind of things on college campuses because sometimes you feel like you're alone, but if, but obviously there's a panel happening on it, you're not alone. Yeah. Um, and especially with mental health, I think that people, forget that other people are going through similar things so that's important i hope that we get someone to cover that for the jam bar to see oh, yeah, how I'm that sure. goes i'm sure you yeah, make it happen second, second panel discussion for oh sure. absolutely absolutely but yeah there's a lot of ex- exciting things that are happening i think this year on campus i think e- each year it just grows even more and i'm super happy that we get to be a part of that growth and just you know telling those stories yeah the newspaper's been fortunate at least for the two years i've been here yeah. doing it it feels like there's been a lot more like big big things happening so like we get more coverage and we get bigger stories and yeah yeah, yeah we've been fortunate you know as people say like when bad things happen it's good for the news yeah um and there there have been some situations that have happened on campus from when we had a lockdown to so many other things that we were able to cover, which, like, if those bad things didn't happen, we would not have won awards. Yeah. We wouldn't have been, you know, getting our articles viewed as much. And it's really only because bad things happen. And sometimes, you know, don't get me wrong, good things happen yeah, and we get just, a lot of views. I was just about to say, there's a lot of really big, good things that happen Absolutely. around here, too. Mm-hmm. Not just the bad. Because, you know, everything, with especially with news, it comes with its pros and cons. There's always the good things and bad things you're reporting on. So... 
yeah, yeah. A, lot of, a lot of good big a lot, of, a lot of big bad and good things yeah absolutely <laughs> um leading into that i think one topic that has been you know talked about the last couple of weeks has been our wi-fi woes Ooh, here on campus yeah yeah, and guys, we have some dis- Wi-Fi situation and, going on. And the disconnect that we've had the last few days. Alyssa, yeah. the managing editor, wrote, you know, an article about all of the Wi-Fi woes that have been going on. Yeah, well, I want to give a shout-out to Miss Rachel Gobep over here. because she, she called me Wednesday morning, and she's like, listen, this Wi-Fi is out of control. You need to talk to some students, <laughs> get their opinion. Um, and it's really funny because as student journalists, we really try to utilize the YSU app to try to get sources because you know it, we don't want to interview our friends so we'll say hey anyone out there having this issue if so reach out to me i think i've had the most response i've ever had from the ysu app people everyone were mad people were, wanted to talk about the wi-fi they were yeah. mad um so for those of you who aren't on campus this past week we've had essentially a campus-wide um wireless shutdown right is that it's yeah. like wireless network outage. Outage, outage mm-hmm. was the word I was looking for. So I spoke with Ryan Gillard, who is the director of IT and infrastructure at YSU, and he said basically what's going on with the Wi-Fi is when he first started here three years ago, YSU actually didn't have a plan set to refresh their software on a regular basis, which was pretty bad. So him and his team implemented a five-year plan where – Every year, eight buildings get updated with the Wi-Fi, and really what it comes down to is within this five-year plan, there was a a hiccup, so the plan's about 60% done, so the remaining 40%, there's uh, some issues going on, but they're hoping to get them worked out, and really, another part of it, too, is a staffing issue. He said when they first started this plan, there was more staff working there than there is now, so it comes down to budgeting, comes down to bodies that can do the job and just getting all the software updated so you have a yeah. little a little boring sorry guys yeah but, but important. It's, no it's, it is important it is no, very it's important. Super important i mean I think. I think it's one of the most important things on campus like we were sitting here trying to put our newspaper together on tuesday and we use this thing called a server that we put all of our photos on and if that doesn't work we can't do anything for our paper yeah. i mean basically we're screwed and just, um, yeah, so many classes, online classes are taking place more often. T- you know, teachers are utilizing Blackboard more, online projects. So I think it's definitely something that needs to be addressed. And I feel like Monday was at its peak worst. Like, yes. it was bad Monday. Like, yeah. I was, you and I were taught pre-show, like, I was trying to post stories on Monday. And, like, that, like, I just couldn't, I just couldn't do it because I was, like, I was waiting for class to start, like, a half an hour. I'm like, I really can't go anywhere. My hotspot on my phone wasn't working well enough. And then yeah. later on that day, like, I was trying to do, uh... My like my rundown for like my music show I do on Mondays, and I could even do that. Like I couldn't go anywhere oh, wow. to get myself organized. I'm like, I, so I just didn't do my show. I'm like, I like I don't know what you want me to do about it. It was just, yeah. it was just unfortunate, really yeah. unfortunate. It, it is really unfortunate. And I know one thing that we have a big problem with in our office that I'm learning about is the more people that are in that little hub area by Duncan, the worse our Wi-Fi yes. is. Wow. Yes. Because we don't have our own Wi-Fi access point in the Jambar office. It's right next to Duncan in the hub in Kilcally Center. And during the middle of the day, it's jam-packed with yeah. people. Yeah, every chair in there is filled. And everybody's on their laptops. Yeah. So I guess that just shows you how much, you know, when a problem, How important it yeah, is. Yeah, how important yeah. this really can be. It's basically... Um, required to be a college student between 
ebooks and trying to correspond with professors through email and just really everything in between. Yeah. Wi-Fi is important. So in yeah. this in this day and age, yeah. it's, it's important. Um, Brian suggested though that students who are having issues connecting can always go to a computer lab on campus because those are wired, whereas you know laptops and stuff are wireless. He said. You know, he doesn't want people to have to use their personal hotspot if they don't need to or go home or go to a coffee shop. So utilize the labs on campus, too. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So are there any things on campus that you guys are looking forward to um, that maybe this upcoming week or um, just through the year at all? Uh, not personally for me because I wish I could go. Uh, the concert tomorrow, the Blake Shelton concert, that's huge. I wish I could go to that huge. as well. Huge. Um, like I mentioned, my mom's going there. It's my mom's second or third time seeing Blake Sheldon. She loves oh, wow. him. Yeah. It's going to be crazy. I can't wait. Uh, yeah, well, I can't wait for her. Yeah. And we are doing a story on that, correct? Yes, we yes. are. Um, we are having our arts and entertainment reporter and editor, Frances Quaz. Um, she's going to be going to the event. Not only will she be taking video of it, but she's going to write a story about it. So nice. I'm really excited to see how that video turns out. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I know last year I covered Florida Georgia Line, mm-hmm. and we were pushed way far away from the stage. Oh, so I'm man. interested to see how that happens this year, because typically when you cover a concert, you're right up there. Yeah. Um. So you're like so you're I, right. You're like right in there between the stage, security, and like yes. the audience. You're right in that gap. Yes, where we were put on the other side. Um. Like, here's the visitor side. We were put on the home side. Um, like almost in front of the bleachers. Wow. Yeah. So I was upset, but eh, a couple good photos came out of it. Not what I wanted, but yeah. whatever. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Then. Yeah. I'm really excited though. I, and I think one thing that's really fun is that a lot of people go, a lot of people get to tailgate and it brings money to the Youngstown area because people yeah. are hopefully staying at the double tree yeah, <laughs> if they're probably, drinking. Yeah. It's probably um, sold out. All those rooms are probably taken. I would, I would think. I would think so. It's supposed to be their biggest concert mm-hmm. in the area to date. I know parking is something that's going to be crazy. I can't even they, imagine. They've already, yeah. they've already I, uh, started you know, limiting spots uh, spots on campus, I've noticed. Because yeah, I know the, the parking area right in front of the, cover the, uh, the dorms. They like they're putting tents and stuff up for like the event tomorrow, and they're yeah. like they're getting ready. Yeah, I um I live in the flats up north, and usually I park uh, where the Constantini Center is, and they have it all blocked off. I got an email today. I think they're closing down both decks for parking too, wow. which is gonna be insane. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then they're like, "Why well, is she was uh hosting its biggest concert?" to date so be aware i'm like oh great (laughs) (laughs) are you going to it i don't know i haven't bought my ticket yet so we'll see i was looking forward to going but i will not be there um yeah yeah and to tailgate to have a spot in the tailgate lot is 30 dollars a person so i was parking like 50 that's what he told me that's crazy if so i um read the information online because I wrote a reader for it for Jambar TV and it said that tailgate parking was $30. I'm not sure about the $50 thing. That's something different, but a lot of money. Yeah, it's definitely going to attract more, uh, you know, attention to Youngstown and bring in more people, you know, potential residents of Youngstown, maybe. Yeah. You never know. Yeah, I'd like to see them bring someone that's not a country artist here, though. Yeah, was it three years in a row? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder why it's been three years in a row for country. 
Um, it does well. Shabby. Yeah, it's true. Uh, around the area, uh, more people listen to country than any other music genre. How do you know that? Where's my statistics? Um, <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> whenever I was a part of uh, Penguin Productions, we would meet and discuss like what kind of genres we would, we would want to bring, and then we pulled statistics from like uh, JAC and. It was like country because I I was like, let's get like Post Malone or someone to come here, you know? <laughs> I feel like, though, with that being said, if you did have someone like Post Malone, it would do well. You know, I agree. Yeah. There'd be like, more college kids there, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you think about it, the Migos was, were in Cavelli. They were three hours late, and the place was half half sold only. So, yeah. and well, then same how with popular Lil Wayne. are the Migos? Same I with Little Wayne, too. Really? Back, back whenever he was like, super popular so maybe just yeah report show well at the same time though and this may be different now because the amphitheater is there i feel like typically when you go see a rap artist you see them at something that has a lawn like i've gone to see lil wayne and drake but it was at key bank pavilion things like that where you're outside and i think that that's kind of traditionally what rap concerts are like i saw drake in inside and it was just weird <laughs> some of the some of the really 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 big ones they'll do like uh, arena tours yeah i know uh travis scott's yeah. astro world was a huge tour uh drake's done a few indoor mm-hmm. arena tours that are i mean massive. obviously it was sold yeah. out but... yeah yeah because it's yeah it's drake he's yeah. gonna sell every ticket uh post malone he's gonna be starting a tour soon with a new album mm-hmm. so i mean like i can i would love to see a little bit of diversity just in the music picks for Y live and the events at Stanball. But then also, I can understand why the people that make those, the JAC, they do the, uh, they take the conservative route and they, the things that they know is going to make money. And, and people are they going to show it for. That's like, could you blame fair. them? It's yeah. a business, it's a smart business decision. I think that's funny, though, that country music is like the most listened to or whatever. Because Yeehaw! In Youngstown. Well, yeah, it's just funny to me. I, I actually have a, a lo- small love for country music, but I feel like whenever you ask someone if they like country music, they're like, I don't no, like I don't like country music. I yeah, like your country. Stereo- your stereotype. Makes my ears bleed. Yeah. I mean, my... <laughs> it's like their secret love. I, it must be. Yeah. I didn't Guilty like, pleasure. Closeted country. I didn't yeah, like country pleasure. music until recently, but everyone is like, oh my gosh, country music. And it's the most listened to, so that's kind of funny to me. Yeah, and I, that... Those statistics probably included the suburbs, like oh, yeah. Canfield, Boardman, and everything. And I think in those areas, at least, absolutely, country music is played all the time. Yeah. Well, you also have to think about who buys the concert tickets, because although all of us like other types of music, and we're talking about how there should be rappers. We don't have that money. We're, you know, the people... <laughs> yeah. The and, money is in Boardman and Canfield. That's yeah. the demographic of the people that are going to go to see a country show. Right. Those people aren't going to be like, oh... Two chains is coming to town. I don't. You, you know, know what? My sister would go to a uh, country concert, but two chains comes. I bet she'd be there too, oh, just yeah. in a different outfit. I, I, I mean, know. I know. My my mom wouldn't show so up. My mom yeah. wouldn't show up. My, my sister is a Canfield girl. Love her to death. She's so funny. She'll always go to the country concerts here with her cowboy boots on that she only out. wears for concerts. I, also, this is I think just like a different perspective of it. Country music is very relatable. You know, like. Every yeah. country song kind of has like that story, and I know like my dad, he's he, he's you know he's my dad, he's older, and he loves country music because he always says that it has some type of meaning, and mm-hmm. you know you like listen to it and it 
you can you can relate to it in some way yeah so breaking think, up with your girl yeah dr- it, opening up a beer it just yeah <laughs> it draws in different all types of demographics Ge- from <laughs> girls booze and jesus that's yeah, every that's, country song ever that's written basically well, every but i i personally used to listen to country all the time like yeah. that was the only music i listened to so heck yeah i love these concerts but at the same time you know yeah. The only only one of the wide live shows actually really piqued my interest was Zach Brown Band. I love Zach Brown Band. I like I like a lot of like the outlaw country music, the new country music. Um, I can leave it at the door. I'm not not a fan of. Yeah, like Chris Sta- it's, Chris it's Stapleton and like uh, Casey Musgraves are amazing. Like those are the only two country artists that like I obsess over. Yeah, Chris Stapleton, I know, is my know. favorite. Okay, I'm not gonna go on a rant, but I just love him <laughs> so much. Yeah. Um, he I saw him before he was very famous really? um he was an opener for oh i got free tickets see i didn't even care about the person i was watching like how much i, I he so luke combs oh, yeah. and chris stapleton opened for him um and chris stapleton just has this beautiful voice like back old He's country amazing. um and i actually love him so much that his second album that he um wrote and sang i got I got this whole package. I got a record, yeah, hoodie, um, beer koozie, and socks. <laughs> I oh have, I have, I have ever mm-hmm. seen one of his records on vinyl. Yeah, I love the from guy. a room, volume one and two, or yeah. it's from a room. Yeah, because that's the studio. He and then the first one, uh, Traveler. Mm. Uh, I, yeah, I like him just because he doesn't sound like a country. He doesn't have like the he's country not, twang. He's to not him. pop country. Yeah, he, that's what I love. He sounds he's more like country music. Yeah, he sounds more. I to me, he sounds more bluesy. Yeah. He has more of a blues feel to him. But the really cool thing about him is that he knows how to write pop music. I mean, he has written music for some of the most famous singers and artists in the world. He was a songwriter before he was an actual performer. Didn't he write a song Mm -hmm. for, like, Beyonce or something? Not Beyonce. I don't know. I'm sure if I would go to Wikipedia and looked up his, you know, his writing credentials, I'm pretty sure he's wrote for everybody. Yeah. I think he wrote Justin Timberlake's song, the one that they did did together. Yeah, and that was a that was a huge. That was one of the biggest songs off of that album that uh, Justin Timberlake put out, "Man in yeah. the Woods," something like that. Mm-hmm. Something like that, yeah. But oh, love my boy JT. Too. Yeah, me too. Oh, he's written songs for Adele, um, yeah, and things like that. So he obviously knows what he's <laughs> yeah, doing. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, I would, I would, I would be VIP tickets for Chris Stapleton. That's for sure. I tried to do that. Well, I mean, I'm saying yeah. for a wide live show. I would do VIP tickets. I would do the Brent, whole meet and greet. we have to go greet. together. We oh, have to meet him. Yeah, we would. We would have to. Oh, my gosh. Okay, let's talk about something else now because I'm getting <laughs> too excited. Okay, well, speaking of, you were talking about your sister's little fashion choices and wearing her cowboy boots, which made me really excited for fall fashion. I love me some fall fashion. And oh, absolutely. Mac actually wrote a really cool column this week about fashion and thrifting and getting stuff at goodwill which i'm also a huge fan of yeah um mackenzie pomeroy is our columnist she's brand new to the jam bar this year and she's writing things that are really relatable to college students um talking about the college experience adjusting um helping people with disabilities when when you see someone you know having an issue she was mm-hmm. talking about how she saw someone who was struggling with their wheelchair and no one would help him yes that's but she ended worst. up helping him and yeah. you know that that was something that really touched me yeah. And um, 
now with this fashion article, I, I think she's just such a great writer and she's oh, so she's relatable. She's so funny. Yeah, she's, oh, she's great. Yeah, she's I'm, a great writer. I'm going to just say the lead because it's really funny. <laughs> she said, throughout my short 19 years of life, I've had two consistent loves, Dwayne Johnson and Saving Money. <laughs> when I was editing that, I laughed so hard. I'm like, I'm not touching she's this. She's the cutest. Yeah, she has yeah. very descriptive you know, columns and she has, she makes very good points that I think everyone can relate to. I agree. She's got that like lyric, not lyrical, but like uh, literal style, like style of her own. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's it's definitely her, her thing. Her writing. Yeah, she's a it's good absolutely. thing for a columnist. Have you ever, have you guys ever gone to like Salvation Army and just yes. thought you were a fashion designer? <laughs> like I'm gonna pull all these pieces together and I'm, I'm gonna make something out uh-huh. of it. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. gonna go to Michaels and get patches and like make mom jeans I've and just make it before. happen. I've like I'm not gonna do I'm gonna do that and I buy them and I, they sit in my dresser drawer and I never touch them. Yeah, I think you find some of your best pieces at places like the, you know, discounted, oh, yeah. you know, smaller yeah. businesses. Yeah, um, for sure. My best friend, Giovanna, was talking to me last night about how she's she's buying a pair of mom jeans today. She got inspiration. And so she's putting a trash bag on one side of the jeans so that they don't get, you know, messed up. And she's bleaching the other side. So she's going to spray the other side with bleach, not the whole entire leg to, so, to show some jean. But I guess that's, like, in right now, and I think that's really that's cool. Great. I used to bleach my jeans in middle school in, like, my shorts and stuff, and people would ask me to, like, make them for them, and I just never went through with it because I am lazy. That's a really good idea. I was like, sure, idea. I'll make you a pair. Bleach, tie-dyeing, black shirts mm-hmm. is sweet. I've seen people do that, and they come out really cool. I get nervous with bleach, though, because oh, yeah. I would probably leave it in too long, and then it's disintegrated or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> bleach is dangerous, but it's cool when you, if you know what you're doing with it. Yeah, do you guys? What's your favorite like fall fashion? Because I just love wearing sweaters, sweaters uh, hands down, big sweater, yeah. oversized sweater. I think is definitely or like an oversized long like long sleeve or something. Yeah. I can't I can't <laughs> wait for it to be like fifties. I'm so excited. You for guys, 50s. I love dresses with tights. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that me is you. Oh, uh, I yeah. love to wear a nice comfy dress <laughs> with tights that have a little fuzz in them so that my legs stay yeah. warm. Guys, what about you? Fall fashion. Uh, Dante, uh, yes, Dante yesterday. Dante. His outfit. Oh, man. Oh, boy. My outfit. Fall fashion. He looked, I, he looked like a professor on campus. So I'm not going to say no, which one. Listen, but he had. Hey, don't knock him. He's dressing for the job he wants. I, I, I was dressing for the job. Okay, I had yeah. my taxi cap on. <laughs> listen, I had my taxi cap. I had my long sleeve shirt. Button up. With a nice... No, it wasn't a button up. Oh, oh wait. It was three buttons. Oh, okay, okay. A quarter button. Okay. And then it was uh, a vest. I had a vest on with a pair of jeans and a pair of all-black Converse. Did and you I have thought... overalls underneath the uh, the vest? <laughs> no, I no? did not have overalls. <laughs> I can tell. Or, or, Sorry and, for my little and, snort there. And the actual <laughs> term for that is suspenders. Ooh. Sorry. So, sorry. No, I don't. We're all poking <laughs> fun at, at Dante, but yeah. he is so fashion forward. I remember Rachel and I were just getting to know him a few weeks ago, and he was wearing long sleeves and a vest, and, and Rachel goes, Dante, are you cold? And he's like, no, just trying to be fashionable. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I the studio, the studio yeah. where we shoot Jambar TV gets really cold. Oh, yeah. And mm. so does the Jambar office. And, like, I have this blanket shawl, and I look like a grandma, but I don't care because no, I'm I cold. Yeah. And, no, you take know. those fashion risks. I really want to wear my beret, but Tanner won't let me. <laughs> Tanner? Come on, Tanner. Oh, you know what? How about you wear oh, your beret? Go. I'll wear my fedora. How about that? One day. <laughs> We're going to get so much crap. <laughs> I know. Should I wear a big floppy hat on air? 
Go for it. Why not? I'm totally kidding. Do I it. was about to say. I'm holding it to you. You better. You better See, do it. If, the, if the, I was covering the Kentucky, the Kentucky Derby, absolutely. Oh yeah. The hat would Fuck cover yes. up the light on your face. Awesome. So, so then no. my face would just be dark. gone. It, it would be, be dark. Awesome. Very dark. Also, you know, we're talking about goodwill and having good finds and all of that, but. As people who have to dress up and dress professionally on a semi-annual basis, it's also really important to find good deals when it comes to professional clothes. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I know JCPenney does their, like, semi-annual YSU students get, like, however much off, yeah. which is always great. There's also the career closet for people who need professional clothes and and people might think down on the career closet but those are great quality clothes and it's such such an amazing resource to have it's a great resource even jim trestle donates to that like imagine imagine going there and putting on jim trestle's suit you might not know that it's his that's a power suit right you'd i would just feel so yeah absolutely i would feel like all right i mean i got brand new shoes that i wore for the first time today that didn't fit me and if no one in the office was going to claim them i was just going to take them there so yeah and like the the outfit i'm wearing right now is from tj maxx and i think that's a really good place to go yeah because the price tag on it said it was like 150 dollars, which oh my gosh no thank you yeah and i bought it for 25 dollars. yeah that is really a good place to go oh yeah i love tj maxx discounted for the guys for the guys if you're looking for a blazer goodwill one dollar blazers what what yeah, so there's some nice yep. suits in it for the guys at uh, Goodwill. Oh, yeah. Even Salvation Army has some good suits, too. And then you get some of the ones that are, like, uh, powder blue. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, and all the all-white ones. Yeah. I bought an all-white one there once. Some of them are really big. Immediately donated it back. <laughs> they're, they're really big, <laughs> but, like, you can take it to a tailor, and you can get them to, like, to, like fit towards you. So sometimes, sometimes it's yep. nice to buy the bigger, the bigger suits and everything because you yep. can do more with it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah awesome. Well. I think that's all for us today. Um, thank you for listening into the Jamcast. And remember that journalism matters. 